Matthew chapter 16. We're going to be in verse 13 through 18. And sorry for the last minute change. Um, media team, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from the King James Version. Um, even though I put down the NIV. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elias, which is Elijah. Others say Jeremiah, which is Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Lord, please help me bring a word for your people. Bring it the way you want me to bring it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. As you take your seat, I want to speak to you from the subject, who do you say I am? You, you, you know, I know I know I don't do this much, but but I think this is something you definitely need to turn to your neighbor <laughs> and say, who do you say I am? Amen. Who do you say I am? Well, that's a deep question, boy. You, your neighbor get nervous. Some of them wish they had their mask on so they can't see. You can't see what their face look like. But he asked this question, uh, Brother Derek, not because he was ill-informed, but that, that he was ill-informed what the people said because he already knew what the people said because he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the, the, you know, the author and finish of our faith. He is God himself. You know, as we always say in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became God. I mean, Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We, we always talk about that because we know Jesus is the incarnate word of God. But, 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 but he, he asked this because he wanted to give the opportunity to his disciples uh, to express the declaration of their faith for themselves, to confirm and strengthen them. See, some say, he said, John the Baptist, some say, Elijah, by, by this other uh, people, the Pharisee people would always believe in, 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 in a, a transmigration of souls. So it was pretty general for people to believe that, okay, uh, Jesus may came, Elijah or Jeremiah came back in the form of Jesus. Many people believe that, 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 that Jesus could have been one of these. But, but they also, come on somebody, let's keep it 100. Some people thought he was a heretic. A crazy man going around thinking he was the son of God. Many people believe that Mary was a loose woman. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and slept around, obviously, and didn't know who her, her baby daddy was. Come on, somebody. Like, like Mama Mia. Yeah, some of y'all ain't cultured enough to know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> to me, she ain't know who the baby daddy was. No, no. You, 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 you. you they, 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 they like, they, who, 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 what, what in the world is wrong with this family? Some, some thought you crazy. Some thought Joseph was crazy, dude. So hold on, hold on, hold on, Joseph. David had a running joke in the community. They said, is this not the carpenter's son? Do y'all not sense the shade in that? Is this not the, is this not the little boy who daddy got? Who mama done fooled Joseph into thinking that God got her pregnant? Ain't it not a confident son? Is, is, is this who y'all talking about? He prophesying, yeah, he sound good, but, but he got to be crazy because there's no way in the world God got his mama pregnant. 
Joseph crazy. In fact, Joseph in the beginning, in their mind, they thought Joseph had some sense because Joseph was about to put her down, you know, easy and sneak off. That's why I know God said something to him directly. Come on, we got to get married. All of a sudden, your stomach get big. Hold on, Hold on Mary. I ain't read this verse yet. It ain't quite been written. <laughs> See, Jesus knew, all, Jesus knew all of this. So he asked the disciples, who do people say I am? And they kept on asking, and, 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 and they have to realize that, that the Bible is going together everywhere. And, 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 and all of them kept saying it. And I'm sure, see, see, sometimes you got to understand the Bible don't put everything in it. I'm sure they say, man, some people call you a blasphemer. Some people call you a heretic. Some people call you a lunatic. But once they exhausted everything that they could have possibly said, Jesus said, who do you say I am? See, that's what you got to ask your neighbor. See, it don't matter. See, when people keep coming to you talking about them, man, they keep saying this, and they said this about you, and they said that about you. And, he, and you say, who do you say I am? I ain't worried about what the other folks say because people are going to talk about me all the time. I don't care what people say about me that don't never say anything directly to me. In fact, you got to stop hanging around people that always bringing you stuff about people said this and people said that. Can I ask you a question? Why is it that they always in the audience when people talking about you? Why is it that you know every time somebody talking about you, me, you always hear it? Your ears just happen to be right there all the time. So after a while, I understand that if you always bringing this to me, you must be hanging with them. So I don't want to keep asking you, what did they say about me? Who do you say I am? It was amazing. So somebody sent me a message and tell, told me that, yeah, these people say this, these people say that, but, 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 but it don't matter to me. You, you, you preach. I don't care if, if it's true or not. And I'm like, if you think it's true, why would you come to church where I'm at? And that's where it came from. Who do you say I am? <laughs> Because it doesn't matter what the crowd thinks. It matters what the people who are in your immediate circle think. Because that's who will mess you up. It does. I, can I tell you, why do you get mad and fuss at folk that you already know don't like you? Why are you getting so angry with people you know that, that are your enemies? Why do you get mad every time they do something crazy? You ever seen Jerry? Jerry smile every time Tom come at him. Because Jerry know Tom going to try to eat him every day. He know Tom trying to kill him. He don't get mad. He just stay poised and do whatever he need to do to protect himself. I need you to stop going to your job acting a nut. I need you to stop going to your job with all this anxiety. I need you to stop going to your job mad because somebody in the next cubicle talking about you. If you know they talking about you, stop worrying about it because you know they don't like you. So who cares? You just need to figure out who them people in your immediate circle think you are. And so Jesus said, who do you say I am? And I'm sure they went around trying to figure out who was this. Let me hold on. I know maybe you are Elijah. And I'm sure somebody said, no, no, I think you Moses. I think you a great rabbi. You, 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 you my teacher. You, 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 that, that's what you are. You, 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 that, I, I know what you are. <laughs> but, but, but Peter had a revelation. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. See, Jesus, can you realize this? I'm sure they kept asking, they kept giving all the answers, but you realize in this text, he asked all the disciples who he was, but didn't acknowledge anybody but Peter. Don't miss that. He didn't acknowledge anybody but Peter. Why would you acknowledge somebody that called you outside of your name that's beneath what you called to be? Why do you acknowledge them? Why? And I got to get, because every now and then I respond, because just, I'm just petty sometimes when people write on your wall. 
and they say foolish stuff. They ain't got but two followers. They trying to come up off your life. And every time you get mad and respond, you just building their life up. Because they don't have any positive energy. And the only way that they can live is to feed off you. Remember, even though you made by God's hands, God still intertwined science with you. And we're all, not, not Adam, but we're all made of atoms, A-T-O-M-S, the smallest building block of matter. And atoms, you have protons, neutrons, and electrons. And the only thing that leaves an atom is electrons. Now, if a proton leaves it, then it's called an atomic bomb. And we, we blow up people when we move protons. But when you move the electrons, it's not because the electrons, the negative energy leaves in order to balance itself out to become positive. So some people are so negative, the only way they can build themselves up and get anything positive out of their life is to begin to pass their negative energy on to you. If you call, y'all don't hear what I'm saying, you got to understand some people live off of your energy. And you allow them to when you acknowledge them. When you say something back, when you get mad, they don't care. that They know half the stuff they saying about you isn't true, but they just want to get an emotional response out of you so they can say, ooh, yeah, I made Dre mad. You saw him. I told you. I knew I was going to make him mad. Ooh, I made Dawson mad. Uh-huh. I knew I was going to get him. All they want is a response from you because they need to get rid of some of their electrons. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. Some of you all thinking JoJo got better. No, JoJo did not get better. You got worse. You know why? Because y'all both building blocks of matter. And what happened is his negative energy left. You got worse. And so he balanced out and got a little bit better. But at the end of the day, you need to learn how to stop walking with people that don't know who you are. You gotta hang with people that call you a lawyer even when you fuck the bar exam. You gotta hang around people that call you a preacher even if you say something you're not supposed to say. You gotta hang around some people that call you an accountant even when you fuck your math test. You gotta hang around some people that call you a child of God even when you get mad and snap back on somebody else. You gotta hang around some people that call you what God has already called you and not what the devil is calling you. You got to hang around some people that call you the Omega and not the Alpha. That call you your end and not your beginning. That call you your finish. Hey! Stop hanging around haters. Stop it. Jesus didn't acknowledge nobody but Peter. The Christ, the Son of the Living God. He said, flesh and blood did not reveal that unto you but my Father, which is in heaven. Can I talk to somebody? I know you look like you're crazy right now, but somebody sees some goodness in you. They don't care what Twitter say. They don't care what Instagram say. They don't care what the chatterboxes say. They know what God, and it's not flesh and blood that revealed to you because you know you crazy right now, but it was their father which was in heaven. You got to hang around some people that can see some stuff good in you even when you don't see it yourself. I can do bad all by myself. I don't need you to help me be bad. He only acknowledged what Peter said. Stop answering the prostitute. Even though you still be on the street, get off the corner. Stop answering the drug addict. Even though you still getting high, begin to call yourself what God calls you. Son of God, daughter of God child of God. Don't you call yourself something out of what God created you to be. Let me tell you a secret. Remember God told Moses he saw, he saw Moses on the mountain and he said, hey um, hey Moses I'm going to 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Aaron great. I'm gonna give him a, 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 a robe with 12 rubies in it and 12 jewels. It's gonna represent the 12 tribes of Judah. He gonna be a bad mamma jamma. You know what? When he, when other people come in my presence and die, he'll be able to walk in my presence and still live. He gonna judge the people the way he's supposed to judge them. And then all of a sudden, hey, can y'all put a, a other background behind me? Because, you know, when we're doing the table, just put the, you know, the, the simple one. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. So, 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 so he, he said he going to be a bad mamma jamma. And so he, he said, look here, look here. He said he going he gonna to judge all these people. He going to do all these people. And he going to do everything he's supposed to do. And Moses walks off the mountaintop. And when he walks off the mountaintop, he comes down and sees this man who God said was going to be so good. This man who was going to be such a great prophet. He comes down there and Aaron has made a golden calf. They're down there having orgies. They're down there naked. They're doing stuff that you can't put on TV. They're doing stuff I can't preach about as long as the little kids in here because it's not rated PG-13. It's rated X because he was out there acting a fool and he made Moses so mad he broke the tablets. He broke the Ten Commandments. He got so mad and upset. And I was like, God, this who you saying that you chose? This who you talking about is going to be a great prophet? Are you sure you hearing what you supposed to be hearing? Because I see mess. But God said, I don't see what it, I don't look at people's mess. I look at their heart. And I look at what I called him to be. And I know he look messed up right now. But I'm telling you, he's going to be a great prophet. Look at your neighbor and say, I know I look messed up. I know I look down and out. I know my lip may be bleeding. I know my nose may be busted. But at the end of the day, God has called me. And even though I keep falling, I know one day I'm going to walk the way he want me to walk. I'm going to talk the way he want me to talk. I'm going to do what he wants me to do. He said, I'm going to do, he said, this is what Jesus said, though. He said, blessed art thou Simon Bar-Jonah, or Simon, son of Jonah. Bar-Jonah is translated, and so it is rendered by our Lord. And then he says, flesh and blood or man, no human being has revealed us unto you. But Bar-Jonah, Jonah means God. And he said, look here. Peter, on this stone, you a stone. I'm going to build my church on this. And I'm going to preach next week. I think I'm going to preach about Peter so you can see that Peter didn't do good the next week. <laughs> but Jesus still said he's going to build his church on him. Can I tell you something? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I'm not saying live your life any old way, but what I am telling you is this. We all fall short of the glory of God. If we could do it on our own, he never would have walked down 40 and 2, burning generation, robed himself in the flesh, came out of Emmanuel, God is with us. He never would have walked up the way of Via Dolorosa, the way of suffering. He never would have let them put nails in his hand. He never would have let them do that to bring to fruition a soteriological dispensation. There'd be no shedding of blood. There'd be no remission of sins. He never would have done it. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. He would not have done it if we could have done it on our own. He already know you're not going to be perfect. He already know you messed up. I know you crying because you messed up, but wipe your tears and and get up like David and say, I sinned, but I'm going to get it back together. I'm not saying walk around here act like you didn't do nothing wrong. But I'm saying once you repent, leave it alone. Because you, can I tell you something? The reason why you keep falling in sin is because you keep looking at sin. I ain't even talking about porno. I ain't even talking about watching a woman walk by. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying when you keep looking at everything you do wrong, I got to stop drinking this E and J. I drank too much. I need to stop smoking this weed all the time. I need to stop going to the club where the only thing the women wear is shoes. I need to stop. I need to stop it. I need to stop getting all this sugar from this man that ain't my daddy. I need to stop. And the reason why I say that is because as a man or woman thinketh, so is he or she. 
And if you keep thinking about it, that's what you're thinking about, and that's what you become. You got to look toward the healing which comes with your help. You got to begin to look toward the healing. You got to look at what God wants you to do and not what it is that you don't want to do because whatever you look and think on, that's what you're going to attract. I tell you, on the motorcycle, you can't look at that organ and say you don't want to hit that organ because wherever your head goes is where your motorcycle goes. You got to lean and look somewhere else so you can go around the corner. You may still hit the organ if you're not looking at it, but you definitely going to hit it if you're looking at it. Why? Because that's what your focus is on. And some of y'all can't get what God wants you to get because you keep acknowledging all these haters that's calling you a heretic, that's calling you a liar, that's writing on your wall. Can I tell you something? If they writing on your wall, they want to be you. I ain't never seen nobody hate on, oh, look at that homeless man need a sandwich. Think he all that with no shoes and socks. You never see anybody hating on a, somebody who don't have what it is that they, that, that, who don't have what that person has. People don't never talk about people as much that don't have stuff. They talk about people that they want to be like. So when people start talking about you, just let them know you can have the same blessing I got too. If you stop hating on me and get to know Jesus, he'll give you the wealth. Come on, somebody. He'll give you the power to receive wealth. He'll give you life more abundant. He'll make your mad days great. He'll begin to give you a garment of praise for your heaviness. If you just turn to Jesus and stop hating on me, my God can give you everything that's in his hand. <clears throat> that's all. They want to be you. They want your life. They just scrolled in and saw you doing something, and so that's why they want to talk about you. And don't ask them who they say you are. It don't matter. <laughs> you already know they don't like you. You got to ask that to people that's beside you. Women, you got to ask your husband. Men, when you get bold enough, you got to ask your wife. <laughs> I know it's going to take y'all a few days. Wife probably going to ask you right now, who you say I am? <laughs> <laughs> God. See, Jesus built his relationship around people that could handle his mantle. But then he understood how to put people in layers too. See, you know, you know, if you really went to the, the temple of God back in the day, they had it where the Gentiles could be on the outside, right? And they couldn't go in, but they could just be on the outside. Those who were Jews and they didn't really have that much clout, they could go on the outer, inside, outer courts, right? Then you have a little more right, you can go a little bit further in. And then after that, you could go, and then the women, they could go certain limits. And then the men could go a little bit further. And then those who were priests could go a little bit further. And then that priest that was chosen to go to the Holy of Holies could go all the way in. But the funny thing about it is how we want to be in church, they weren't just like all excited because they knew if they were messed up, they weren't going to make it. In fact, they would tie a, 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 a rope around their ankle and put a bell on them, and they'd go in, and they hit the bell, and then they tug on the rope, and then they, oh, 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 he ain't make it. Pull him on out. Because everybody could make it to the Holy of Holies. Women, that's how you got to be. Everybody should make it to the Holy of Holies. I'm going to let you get that when you go home. <laughs> you can't make it to the Holy of Holy. Everybody can't go there. You know what I'm saying? I I'm just keeping it. But people with relationships, everybody can't be in your inner circle. Jesus was cool with 12 folk. He knew Judah was going to betray him. But at the end of the day, he took three people to the mountaintop with him when he went to pray. But then even them three fell asleep. But he still knew I can't take the other nine with me because they ain't ready. Come on, somebody. You got to begin to understand you can't just bring people all in your space unless they know who you are. Everybody can't handle all of you. I had to learn how everybody can't be in a space with me because everybody can't handle me when I'm doing business at church. Because, let me tell you something, you can mess up all you want with real estate. I won't even get as mad. 
Because I like money, but I don't love money. I like it a lot, but I don't love it. And when you mess up money, it ain't going to bother me as much. But when you messing up in church, you losing a soul. And so I'm more passionate about that. And everybody can't hang around the Holy of Holies because I'm not going to filter what I'm saying. So I got to say, hey, Johnny, come here. Let me tell you, tell this person. Da, 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 da. And I let him go tell them what I need to say. You need to get a little more filtration, though. <laughs> I ain't saying it delivered the same way I say it. I need you to filter it out, you know. Make it sound good. Put some sugar in it, man. My God. So they ain't trying to give it the coffee. I'm serving to you, black, but you got to put some sugar and cream in it, man. You know, to me, been to you, you're going to say it mess it the same way. <laughs> but no, seriously, everybody can't handle being in your holy of holies. And sometimes you miss your blessing because you're too close to people that don't want you to succeed. How can two walk together unless they agree? Let me tell you something, and I'm going way somewhere else. I, I, I kept helping this person back in when I was working at this school. And back in 1998, 99, you know, I always be trying to help people. That's why my pastor had it, my real estate had they, they class sometimes. And I always help people. And I, and I kept helping this person that needed help. And then God said, stop helping them. But I thought it was the devil because I hadn't gotten used to the voices. And I'm pretty sure God ain't telling me not to help somebody. I know that's Satan. Surely it's Satan, right? Yeah. So I kept helping them and I kept helping them. And all of a sudden, I kept, all of a sudden, I kept getting these attacks. I'm like, man, I'm getting, getting hit. And then I realized, one day I said, man, every time I give this person some money, I get messed up. And the minute I got it, God said, yes. Because you're catching the backside of your own anointing. Because I told you I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And you keep blessing somebody that's cursing you, so apparently you want to curse. I done told you not to bless them no more. I'm telling you, he told me that as clear as day. And some of us, our businesses are not working because God told you not to bring them on board, but you brought them on board anyway, and God is not ready to bless them, so he can't bless you because they will get blessed because they with you. You gotta learn how to hear the voice of God and understand how to separate yourself from people. You can't hang around people just because you grew up with them. You can't hang around people just because they work with you. You can't hang around people just because they work in the next cubicle. You got to begin to discern to understand who do they say I am? Who do they think I am? Are they for my good or for my bad? Because you will be walking with somebody in agreement with your destruction and you won't even know it because you're trying to be friendly and not godly. God was not friendly to everybody. Jesus did not talk to everybody. I'm scared the first time. This. Let, me, let me go ahead and get to Jesus. You can't forge a relationship with everybody. You got to stop acknowledging people that always acknowledge you by your mistakes and setbacks. <laughs> it's crazy. You, you got you to gotta forget about the past. You got to let it go. You can't let people keep bringing it up. Let me go ahead and help people just like I'm going to help myself. Y'all stop worrying about that Freak Nick video. It's over. <laughs> if y'all see me, it's done. It was over. I'm going to put my disclaimer out there. You know what I'm saying? You see me, I ain't out there no more. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you got to learn how to let your past go. <laughs> You can't let people keep defining you by your past. Can I tell you something? Even if your past was yesterday, you'll get <laughs> Even if your past, if you say, I ain't going to do this no more, and you make up your mind, and somebody say, well, you just did it, cut them off for at least a week so you can get your mind right. You know why? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And I can't keep hearing stuff I don't need to hear in order to get where I need to go. 
Can I tell you, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And what gets into your heart comes through your ear gate, your, your eye gate, and your mouth gate. And whatever you begin to say, whatever you begin to hear, whatever you begin to see, all the time that gets in your heart. And out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth begins to speak it. And you're going to get what you speak. Why? Because you have the same creative power that God has. In the same way that God spoke the word into existence, you will speak your own word into existence. Why? Because you have just that much power. When you speak a word, it shall come to pass. That's why God, I told you this before, God said, I forgive you of every sin you commit except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Whatever you do, I forgive you, but I hold a record of everything you say. Why? Because your mouth is so powerful. You don't know what type of destruction happened just because you spoke it. When you said, you know what, I ain't heard from so-and-so in a long time, they called you not because it was circumstantial, not because it was just happening and it had to be coincidental it happened because you spoke it and when you speak it it comes into existence whatever you speak that's what you get you are a product of your mouth and you are a product of the mouths around you that you in agreement with so if I ask you who do you say I am and you tell me I'm a sinner and you tell me I'm a cursor and you tell me I'm a heretic I can't walk with you no more why because how can two walk together unless they agree trying to help somebody with some relationships. I see some of y'all leaning over. <laughs> Lord, help them in the name of Jesus. Let me say this, and I'm going to get out of here so I can make for sure the first time visitors come back next week. But I think I'm going to have a continuation of this because we got to talk about Peter. Look here. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. Sorry. Brother and sister, LED screen. Um, it's coming. I'm reading this from the New King James Version. It says, then he went out from there and came to his own country. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? And that what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hand. Now, you see, they see how great he is. Because the people know how great you are. They're talking about how great you are. But they still don't like you. Let's keep reading. <laughs> is this not the carpenter? Come on, somebody. The son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph and Judas and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? So they are, so they were offended at him. They were mad because he had authority. See, you thought people hated you because you had something in your eye. You thought they hated you because they didn't like your clothes. No, they hate you because when you walk into the room, they begin to understand they have no more excuses to walk in greatness. You, you, you know what I'm saying? See, when somebody walk in a room that can handle stuff that the other people can't handle, people get mad because then you have exhausted the excuses. They have been saying how they can't make it through the day. They've been saying how they can't make it. And all of a sudden, you walk in here. They've been trying to kill you all week, and you still walk around here happy because God didn't even show you that they were trying to kill you. And they mad because the trap that they lied on you about to your boss, the trap that they set did not work for them. And they begin to get trapped in their own self. And uh, how in the world are they doing this? Because they're jealous of you. I'm trying to help somebody. And are not his sister with us. So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. Do you see that because the people uh, of Jesus' hometown was so familiar with him, he couldn't even do any miracles because they kept trying to reduce him and make him common? I need you to turn to your neighbor and say, don't you make me common, baby. I'm not basic. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. They try Jesus, do you do 
know, you do know who Jesus is, right? Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, but he could only heal a few sick because they did not believe because he grew up with them. And he grew right up down the street and he worked right at the shipyard, right with them. And he worked right at Target and he worked at the same school. And he was over here working for the Newport News Police Department. And he over here working at Hampton University. And then he had one over here, somebody was working at Norfolk. And she was doing hair right here in the same salon. And now she thinks she all that. But it ain't that she thinks she all that. She's walking in the authority that God has put her in. He's walking in the authority that God has ordained for him. But they jealous because they knew you win. Oh, come on, somebody. They mad because you somewhere else. And they still in the same place because you kept pressing toward the mark. You better tell your neighbor I'm not basic. Can I talk to some people not just at New Beach Grove, but some people at First Baptist Denby, some people at Gethsemane, some people at Green Forest, some people at New Birth, some people at wherever church they go to, some people at at Grace Center, some people at Hope Church, some people all around the world. Stop trying to make your pastor basic. The reason why you can't get healed is because you keep you keep negating the anointing that's on his or her life. And the same way that Jesus can release people, the same way your pastor can't release you. He walks in the anointing. She walks in the anointing. But because you know a little bit about them, because you they friend on Facebook, because they shake your hand and talk to you, because they don't try to act like they so holy and holy, you begin to try to make them basic and you miss your blessing. Don't you miss your blessing negating the anointing on the man of God or the woman of God's life. Don't you miss your blessing making your pastor, your bishop, your apostle, somebody coming. You better start respecting the authority on the life of the prophet, of the prophetess, of the pastor, of the first lady. You better start respecting that anointing so you can get your release, so you can get your liberation, so you can get your healing, so you can get your anointing. Trying to talk to somebody. They made Jesus too common. That's why he said, you know, y'all hanging with me, but who do you say I am? I know we walking around with y'all. I know you didn't see me turn water into wine, but who do you say I am? I know you saw me walking on the water, but who do you say I am? Because although you saw me walking on the water, some people say it's demonic power. What you say? You know, can I tell you something? Some people calling you a witch or a warlock because every time they try to hurt you, they get hurt. Some of y'all don't even know what's going on. But they don't understand the power of God. Because God said, I bless those who bless you. Curse those who curse you. <laughs> I, I would tell y'all a story, but it's too close. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to ponder it. I'll just say this. I'm going to tell you something. When you begin to walk in your authority, it's going to sound mean, but it's true. I remember one time, God, we were trying to get to this building. And God told me to send a text to five people. I ain't going to tell you what the text said. Well, I'll tell you some of it. I can't tell all of it because some of y'all have figured it out. Some of y'all probably figured it out already. And I sent a text. And I said, God told me, and I know this don't sound, I'm trying to talk to pastors and folk that don't believe in God, you ain't, you, this, this probably ain't going to help you. But I got to say what I need to say. I sent a text out, and I said, God told me that I'm not your pastor no more. He told me to pull out my sword because you are in the way. And I sent a text. I know they told everybody, I'm sure, because everybody came to me. People started coming to me. Oh, I didn't know what the meeting was about. I didn't, you know, people started telling on themselves. Oh, no, because people started getting sick all of a sudden because it didn't have nothing to do with me. Because, of course, I don't want to put no printed evidence 
I'm just keeping it real. I sent a text because God told me what he needed to do. Can I tell you something? Now I'm not telling you to send a text, but some of y'all need to warn y'all enemies. Like, see, I know I tripped about Bruce Lee last week, but I really didn't get into it about it. But Bruce Lee, or because he had a black belt, he got to warn you that his, web, his hands are lethal weapons, right? And you keep talking junk. And that's why they have body, that's why Floyd Mayweather and other people have bodyguards, because if they hit you, they still might go to jail even though you started it. They had to give you ample time to escape. <laughs> they got to make sure that everything was done to avoid it. And even if they hit you, they got to prove that they couldn't get away without you causing bodily harm to them. Okay? You get it. I'm, I know I ain't closing the way that normally, you know, preachers going to close. But I just want to take it. And so, so they got to warn them, hey, don't do this because I'm a martial artist. I'm a black belt, third degree, whatever. So you don't want to bother me. Chill. All right? And they got to try to avoid it. But can I tell you something? I need you to start having that same confidence. You are a child of God. And when people keep bothering you, I just believe sometimes it's a courtesy to let them know, hey, man, you might want to not do that. I do. I mean, you don't have to do what I do, but I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm trying to warn you not to bother me, not to touch me, because my God loves me that much. And even if you don't know who I am, I know whose I am. So I know who I am. Now, I know God going to punish me when if, I, if I bother you and you ain't done nothing to me, God going to still deal with me. I ain't going to be, like, arrogant thinking that I can go out here and mess with Deacon Cooley and try to mess his life up and God won't deal with me because he served the same God I serve. But all I'm saying is when somebody run up on me, God, I hate, I hate to say, I, I, I just got to give you all these stories. And it's last story. This is, this is the last story. And it's... it's I don't know, man, I'm struggling. And I think that's why God get me away from this paper stuff like, like I used to do, like when I used to preach. Because I, mean, I think I be confining myself because sometimes I be holding myself back. And sometimes I don't want to tell y'all certain things because my flesh be like, oh, that's not politically correct. But I lost a race anyway, so I'm not a politician. So <laughs> anytime somebody would mess with me, even when I was 20-some years old, I said, hey, what church you go to? And if they don't say a church, I'd be like, you really might want to stop bothering me because you don't go to church and God definitely going to deal with you if you keep bothering me. And I kept saying this, and I hate to say this story because it seems harsh, but I need y'all to know how much God loves y'all. And I, and, 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 but you know what? The spirit, though, I'm just going to stop saying it. So this young lady, I was a teacher, they kept saying she wasn't coming to school, and so they kept mean with me about why she wasn't coming to school. And I'm like, why are you, I'm not her daddy. My responsibility is when she come to school. I'm not supposed to get her to school. And so they kept mean with me, the principal, the assistant principal, the mama, the, 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 the lead teacher, special ed, he beat with me like, why? Why she ain't coming to school? What, what, is it my responsibility? So when they left, the mom and the daughter was there. The student, I said, look, let me tell you something. If something tragic happened to you, I'm trying to warn you, it's because you keep messing with me. This is my first year teaching, and I ain't done nothing to neither one of y'all. But I'm in here because y'all keep telling them whatever you're telling them, and I don't understand why they trying to figure out why you ain't coming to school like I'm supposed to bring her here. And I, I left it at that. Right? I left it at that. Three weeks later, they called me. This, 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 is, this does not sound like a good story, but I want you to know how much power God has. And I, it was stuff. So all of a sudden, they called me three weeks later. They say, hey, I need you to pull over because, you know, we got some bad news. And I'm like, okay, I'm pulling over. Still driving. I'm like, man, I got time. I got somewhere to go. I was selling houses back then too, man. I was trying to make this money. But yeah, you pulled over, yeah, I'm pulled over. They were like, so-and-so, they found the, this lady, they found her murdered, and the only way they recognized her is from her dental records. I ain't trying, I know it sounds harsh. It does sound harsh. 
And they told me who it was. And I, and I, I felt bad. I still feel bad even sometimes to this day. But let me tell you something. God loves you so much. He handles your enemies. And sometimes he handles it in a harsh way. I'm not saying that it's good. But what I am saying is I'm tired of Christian folks getting bullied at their job and you not standing up with the word of God and beginning to speak what it is. You don't have to go in there with oil and throw it all on nobody. You don't have to go in there and beat them in the head with the Bible. Well, what I am telling you is this. You have got to understand that God loves you. And as long as you're not trying to bully anybody else, God is obligated to take care of you. He said it's better to tie an anchor around your neck and cast yourself in the sea than to touch one of my own. He said it's better for you to cast yourself in the fire than to touch my anointed. You got to understand that you are a child of God and God shall protect you. It don't matter if a Republican or a Democrat is in the office. It don't matter about police brutality. It don't matter about racism. It don't matter about sexism. Your God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory and he shall protect you every step of the way. So don't worry about who people say you are. Who do you say you are yourself? Who are you owned by? Who owns you and who takes care of you? Who is the God that supply all of your needs? Who is the God that would scatter your enemies? Who is the God that'll heal your wretched body? Who is the God that'll give you words to speak at the, at the, at the interview? Who is the God that's a supply everything you need? I know I scared some people this morning, but I just need to let you know God does not play about his people. And I know African Americans, you always worry about police brutality. Just pray when you get pulled over. Pray, God, I handle the situation. I know it. I know it. White people, I know sometimes you don't want to evangelize certain neighborhoods. Pray, God, I handle it. God will handle it. He is a God that can do anything you need him to do. So if people don't know who you are, it doesn't matter. The problem is, do you know who he is? And do you know who you are in him? Uh, remember, I'm going to just say this so I can make people feel a little bit. Remember when, I'm telling you, remember when they kept messing with the prophet, the little kids was making fun of the prophet. Elijah, they kept making fun of him and, and he called the she bears out to kill him. Now, that's, that's worse than my story. Just wanted to give y'all something. And the she bear, I was like, man, that is so harsh. And then I began to look at my life. I need you to look at your life. Can you look at your job? And sometimes people are going through hell, and you don't even know they're going through hell because of you. Because sometimes God does not reveal to you what's going on because he knows you can't handle it. And sometimes years down the road, he'll show you who was trying to hurt you and say, my God, that's why it was happening to her? Because God shall protect you. I'm telling you, man, God will protect you. God will cover you. So even if your deacon don't know who you are, even if your pastor don't know who you are, even if your closest friend don't know who you are, God knows who you are. And he made you fearfully and wonderfully and gave you a purpose. And he who began a good work in you shall finish it even if he got to move people out the way, even if he got to move obstacles out the way, he going to make sure you're victorious. I'm done. I just had to tell y'all that because I think y'all think that God is just this nice God. And God is just always, hallelujah. My God is a warrior. My God is a warrior. And when you go to war, with me or when they go to war with any of you even when you don't know it God is at war for you some of you all got promotions and everybody around you is trying to keep you from getting it <laughs> but nothing can stop you because he who began a good work in you shall finish it he shall finish it you just got to take care of the in-between times.
promise. You just got to keep walking it out even when you hurt. If you do not faint in your well-doing, he will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings of eagles. He'll renew your strength. He'll give you the power to make it. He'll handle your enemies. He'll strengthen your friends. Can I tell you something? People that hang around me can't help but be blessed. If you hang around me, I know you're getting blessed. I already know it. Because if you, if you take care of me, God going to bless you. I just know it. Because that's what happens. You can't hang around me and not get a promotion. Every police officer that ever helped me with InTouch has become a captain, moved to assistant chief, and some of them chiefs everywhere. None of them who have, no, no officer who's ever helped me with the basketball tournament has not been promoted. They know it. That's why everybody want to run and help. Why? None. I just want to get that example. None. Not one who's helped me. The people that start off in the beginning, chief somewhere else. People that helped me get the name in touch, chief somewhere else. People who help you will be elevated. And they know they get elevated because of you. That's why Pharaoh said, go get Joseph back out of jail. We were more blessed when he was free. Bring him back up here. Because your job know they're getting blessed because of you. That's why you need to be bold sometimes to go on and ask for that raise. They know they're getting blessed because of you. Now, some of y'all that don't go to work on time, they ain't talking about you. They ain't talking about you. But people know when they're getting blessed because of your presence. You need to understand that. They might not know it's God. They might think it's some type of superstition, like you a daggone four-leaf clover or a rabbit's foot. But they do know that whenever you're in the building, they're more blessed. Because you walk in the anointing. And you walk in the power of God. Who do you say you are? And once you understand who God is and who you are in God, you will never care about what your answer, what answer you receive when you ask your neighbor or anybody else who you say I am. You would just know whether to put them out here, lead them right there, or bring them closer according to the answer they bring. Amen? You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and God is going to do great things in you he loved you so much that he'll protect you and make sure nobody can stop what it is he's birthed in you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen.